You are now listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed. That's right, you are now listening to the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. How are you doing today? You know, I always want to know, how are you doing? I hope this message, or excuse me, this podcast finds you well. I hope you're doing good. Um, this is going to be a quick episode. I'm working on the Alien. I've, I've been dedicating time to the, uh, the Alien series that I got coming up. I was going to take a couple of weeks off just to dedicate to that, but I miss you. You know what I'm saying? I want to. I want to talk to you. I always want to hear you. And the last couple episodes, um, you heard me you know, say I wasn't going to do or I hadn't done the update. Every month, I try to do an update, just talking about current events and topics and things that are going on. I, I, you know, of course, offer my opinion on those. So today is that day. I've been reluctant to do it because typically it's negative. The news is negative, but I always try to as some light to it, you know, some lightheartedness to it, because, you know, you have to be able to, to smile and laugh in the face of adversity, and today's no different, and hopefully, you know, as my audience continues to grow, and by the way, thank you, thank you for all of those that um, have you know, contributed on the value for value, thank you for those who reach out and uh, message me and support me in all the ways that you do. I really sincerely do appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I mean that from all of my heart, not just the bottom of it. But the last couple episodes, you know, I strayed away purposely, purposefully from the from doing the update episode. But, you know, you can't just because something isn't good doesn't mean you can't acknowledge it. So I wanted to do that. But I usually try to stick to an hour or so. Um, some of my uh, episodes when I'm talking to people have gone over. So, on that note, the two biggest things dominating headlines. And by the way, we're going into the last week of August. It's the you know very late August. September is right around the corner. School has started, and there's two main things that are dominating the headlines last few days, and that is Afghanistan. And uh, the United States withdrawal from Afghanistan and, of course, SARS-2, the uh, novel coronavirus that causes COVID-19. So, uh, let's go ahead and just start there. As I said, I always hope that you're doing fine. I hope you are without any infections of COVID-19 or any infections of any kind for that matter. And, um, for me, as you know, I'm a, what's commonly referred to, excuse me, as an anti-vaxxer. And I was that long before COVID-19 was a thing. My very first episode was about vaccinations. I also have vaccinations part two. I urge you to go listen to those. However, I respect anyone's choice with their body to do whatever the fuck they want to do with it. It's your body. On that note, and this is a slight digression, but it is relative. I don't understand how it is legal to take someone's blood in a DUI situation. It's your blood. Now, if you want to give it voluntarily, yes, if they request it. But in some states, they can take your blood without your permission. It's the same thing with me and abortion. It is your choice. You got to live with those choices that you make. Okay? I understand we want to protect unborn babies, but we can't protect everyone. That's just a fact of life. And if a young lady chooses to terminate a pregnancy, that's on her. That is on her. She has to live with that choice for the rest of her life. But at the end of the day, it should be her choice. I feel the same way with these mask mandates, vaccine mandates, 
you do not mandate anything to me. However, being the reasonable person that I am, I understand if you are in a authoritative position and you govern masses of people, you want to do your best to protect them from themselves. Because as we know, a lot of human beings are fucking idiots. I said it. Let's just be clear. There are some fucktard, dumbasses. Some people call them sheeple. Now, I need to clarify that I'm not saying I'm not one of those. Okay? I'm not saying I'm better than anybody. But if we're talking honestly, if we're talking candidly, there's a hierarchy of intelligence. Some of us are more intelligent than others. Or excuse me, some of us are more intelligent than others. That's just a fact of life. And there's a myriad and multitude of reasons why that is. From genealogy to biology to physiology to environment to heredity to, 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 to uh, there's just a lots of factors. There are lots of factors involved and in why somebody may be more intelligent than the other. Now, there's an economic impact to that as well. Okay. Typically, the more well off you are financially or birthed into something that's more favorable financially, typically you are better educated, generally speaking. But make no mistake, there are rich dumbasses out there too. Okay. So if you are a governing body or you are a lawmaker or a a person that governs large masses of people, right? You've been elected, wink, wink, in most cases, right? And you want to mandate this to protect the herd. That's what I call these masses of people that are, some people call them sheeple, which is a combination of people and sheep. Because sheep are... Or have a reputation for not being the smartest animal. I just put it like that. So, if you have that responsibility, I understand wanting to mandate mask. However, I am still in the camp of let it be someone's choice. Now, if you've listened to any of my episodes regarding COVID-19 and this pandemic that we're in. I know and have said that people are going to die. Pandemic or no pandemic. People die every day. People are born every day. We're all going to die. Okay? Now, Do I want to be responsible for someone's death? Absolutely not. I don't. Whether directly or indirectly, whether passively, you know, just being in proximity of somebody sharing the air and passing a virus to someone. I don't. I don't. But the way I understand this, this virus affects the vaccinated And the unvaccinated. The masked and the unmasked. It's troublesome. It's persistent, the virus is. It's more than a pest. It's proven to be lethal to some. I have yet to have an antibody test. But I was just telling my wife the other day. I am virtually certain, which is a a, uh, contradiction in terms. Because you can't be virtually certain. You are either certain or uncertain. But I am relatively certain, which again is, is, is a contradiction in terms that we've had the virus. Now, because none of us have immune, I mean, compromised immune systems, we work out, we eat vegetables, we drink water. You know, we don't drink soda or a lot of sweet drinks or sugar and stuff like that. We live a relatively healthy lifestyle that I think our body was asymptomatic, meaning we demonstrated no symptoms. 
and that it has run its course and we probably don't have it anymore. Because you can be asymptomatic and not exhibit any symptoms at all, I could be talking to you right now and have COVID-19 in my bloodstream and not know it and go out masked or unmasked and pass it to someone who may be immuno, immuno system uh, compromised. I'll have a compromised immune system and him who may become very ill or even perish because of it. Now, this has not only been true of SARS-2, coronavirus, COVID-19. This has been true of the flu. This has been true of a variety of viruses that mankind has um, endured over millennia. Okay? So, I don't mean to sound cruel. I am not being cruel. In my opinion, I'm being real and I'm being honest because I respect your right to do as you want within fairness and reasonableness to do what you want with your body. If you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear one. If you don't want to inject a foreign substance, a.k.a. vaccine, no matter how much they tell you it's safe, they being the government, then don't. And you should not be forced to do so. It's a, it's a, it's a tough choice. It's a tough choice. I understand. But at the end of the day, what's more important than any of it is our personal freedom. Our personal freedom to choose what we want to do in our life. Now, for us, for me, personally, those that have followed me know my situation. If this is your first time listening to me, first of all, welcome. Thank you for listening. Please like, share, subscribe, and do all of that. Support financially if you can. It'd be greatly appreciated. But if this is your first time listening to me, let me share something with you. Wife and I run businesses out of our home, homeschool our son. We have very limited contact with the public. So for us, we are in a unique situation, very unique situation, and I enjoy our situation. It is by design, okay? Before the pandemic happened, we chose to have limited contact. Do we still travel? Yes. Do we still go out in public? Yes. Do we do play dates with our child, with other homeschool kids, and even some non-homeschool kids? Yes, we do. We're not hermits. But we live a private life, and we select where we choose to engage with the public. We don't have to commute to a nine-to-five. We don't have to go somewhere for a lunch hour. We don't have to go to meetings. We don't have to go to schools. We don't, we, we don't do any of that. So our public exposure is limited. So for us, making a choice not to get vaccinated is one thing. Now, wife and son, they mask up all the time. I do not. I would rather live on my feet than die on my knees. And what that means for me is I would rather die and be free than live and be restricted and confined. That's how I feel about that. And as this, this Delta variant and Lambda variant, as the COVID-19 mandates and all things associated with this pandemic dominate the headlines, and as I provide this update, there's hostility going on. Do you feel the hostility in the air? The road rage, the arguments, the fights, the shootings, the stabbings, 
I was just having a conversation with my brother today and I like to zoom out and put things in perspective sometimes. Because of the internet and the advent of the cell phone, we get information a lot faster than we used to. So we're bombarded with bad news. Let's just be very clear. You got to seek out good news. 99.9% of the news that's disseminated across all major news outlets online or traditional on TV or cable um, is bad news. It's bad news. And we as humans are attracted to that for some odd reason. The good news seems boring to us. Not to me. I am very different and always have been since birth. Okay. I like kindness. I like goodness. I am not afraid to be kind. Kindness is not equal to weakness. Being good and choosing to be a good human does not make you dull, does not make you boring, does not make you weak. Not at all, because I'm none of those things. I will protect my family and my perimeter ferociously, with lethal means if need be. Wifey and I stay strapped. We don't leave home without it, and we know where it's at at home. We're responsible with it, and we exercise our constitutional right to do so. But I hope I never have to use it. Never. It's my hope. Because I'm a peaceful man. I would much rather walk away. I would much rather let's discuss it. Let's talk about it. Let's communicate with each other. Because there's enough of the violence in the killing on planet Earth. And there has been. And what I was telling my brother today is that when you zoom out and you look at human behavior collectively, for me, I come to a very simple conclusion, hypothesis, if you will, that there's something fundamentally flawed with human beings. Think about that for a minute. We can't get along with each other. From what I know about history and the history of time on this planet, and certainly there's a lot that has yet to be unearthed, literally unearthed. But from what I do know, there has never been a time that has been utopian. There has never been a time where we are all content, calm, friendly, and peaceful. There's always been war, chaos. Blood spilled. Drama. What's wrong with us? Why must there always be conflict between us? If you grew up Christian, you became affiliated with the Bible very early in life, I'm sure, just as I did. I remember the story of Cain and Abel. And as I recall it, it basically says that there were two brothers and one killed the other. One killed the other. They couldn't work it out. They couldn't talk about it. I know a lot of nice, kind people. I also know a lot of cruel, merciless people. I grew up in New York City, and I've seen people that have zero regard for life. And this has nothing to do with color or race. This has to do with human, the human race, human beings. We want to conquer and control everything. Some human beings more than others. I'm not going there because, like I said, this is not about race. 
But if you look historically at all races, all races have their compartmentalized killers. Those that kill to gain power, that kill to gain wealth. I would love to have a planet where everybody's happy, where everybody lives long, productive, healthy, happy lives, where we all helped each other, where we all supported each other. But I am a dreamer, and I will never stop dreaming. I will never stop hoping, you know, where a world where there's no weapons, nuclear weapons, firearms, long guns, bombs. You know, I see these people arguing at school board meetings, at housing meetings about mask mandates and vaccine mandates there are people getting fired because they would not inject a vaccine into their bloodstream once again I get it you got a group of people to protect and you feel that that's the best way to get vaccinated I'm here to tell you vaccination at the best based on the knowledge that I've recently acquired about COVID-19 in particular The vaccine protects you from death and getting seriously ill. At best. At best. At worst, you could be vaccinated and still succumb to the virus. Do your research if you don't believe me. And it don't take no risk. It's not real research. Just click. Can you die from COVID-19 if you're vaccinated? The answer is yes. Can you be infected? Yes. Today, I read an article that said there will soon be a variant that is vaccine resistant. That's how quickly this virus is evolving. Now, I'd like to give you a hypothetical. Hypothetically speaking, suppose, just suppose we hadn't taken any vaccination steps we would have let this organically uh, run its course. Now, I just thought to myself, you know, when I, I use the word organically, it doesn't seem like this virus was organic. The more information that comes out, it seems that it was created. But as I've said in a recent episode, man ain't created shit. We've assembled some shit and made a different variation, a different concoction. But everything has already been here on Earth that's been here. You know, we just assemble shit. So in that sense, I guess we create new things. But we didn't have the raw materials. The raw materials were already here. So did we really create anything? Or did we just assemble it? Right? So, if we had let this run its course... Wouldn't we all naturally be immune? And maybe it wouldn't have created so many variants. Maybe it would have run its course and it would have died. Perhaps we would have thinned the herd of the weaker of us. Those that for some reason are more susceptible to die from the virus than others are. Once again, I'm not heartless. I am empathetic. I am considerate. I am a caring man. I care about you and all of us on planet Earth. And when I say all of us, I'm not just talking about humans. I'm one of them tree-hugging brothers. You know what I'm saying? I love all living things, even seemingly inanimate objects like trees I'm the type of person, when I find a spider in my house, I don't smash it. I capture it briefly and take it outside and let it live its best spider life. That's just who I am. I'm not afraid to be a sensitive, caring, empathetic, loving man. 
Okay? Again, it doesn't make me weak. I am a strong man. But I'm not afraid to be good. I want to be good. I want to contribute positively to earth. And I urge you to do the same. So while I understand both sides of the mandate argument, mask and vaccine mandates, when I think about it, when I investigate it, when I evaluate it, though some people may succumb, though, though some people may become ill, I still think it should be up to the individual to decide if they want to do that. I think for some, they think those that don't want to mask up or that don't want to vaccinate, they interpret that as those people want to intentionally spread the virus. And I can tell you that's simply not the case for me. And I I don't know that I've seen anybody that's anti-vaccine or anti-mask, say, I don't want to wear a mask because I want to spread the virus. I don't want to get vaccinated because I don't want to spread the virus. No, that's not the reason why. I don't want to get vaccinated. And like I said, go back and listen to my two vaccination episodes. I go into depth about this, but I'll just say, summarily speaking, I am don't want to, I don't want to put a vaccine, I don't want to put foreign substances in my body, period. End of story. For a myriad of reasons. So, and of course, one of those reasons is the safety of this vaccine. You know, there have been arguments about vaccines causing autism. At this point in my life, I have no clear plan to reproduce again. So that's not a problem for me. For me, it's just I'm not afraid of needles. If whenever I've had draw uh, blood drawn, I watch them insert the needle. So, I, you know, it's not about that for me. It's about health, my personal health and keeping my body healthy. And for me, introducing foreign substances into it are not something that I choose to do. I respect your choice. I'd like it if you respect mine. You know, so... Now, if I had a nine to five, if my kid was in school, would I do things differently? No, I would not. No, I would not. You know? So, now I will wear a mask if my wife bugs me enough, if we're out. She'll look at me and she'll slap me with the mask. Put it on. And for those of you who have been married, you know, you know, sometimes you got to choose your battles. And I just say, yes, dear. And I'll put it on. And I don't got no problem with that, really. That's much different for me than a vaccine. I'll wear a mask. You know, it's funny. Like I said, the flu season was virtually non-existent last year because everybody was masked up. Everybody was washing the hell out their hands. Everybody was wiping down every freaking surface possible. You know, so that is one of the things dominating the news uh, that I wanted to chime in on. Again, before I close out on this particular subject, I hope you're okay. I hope you chose to do whatever you wanted to do and you were not forced to do so. Okay? I hope you don't don't get it. If you do get it, I hope it doesn't cause you any symptoms. And I hope you're okay. The other major story dominating, and before I get there... There are other stories out there. For instance, R. Kelly's on trial. Uh, one of the Rolling Stones drummer died. Climate change is still popping. Uh, you know, the, uh, the infrastructure bill just got a, a good vote, I believe, in the House. There's a lot of stuff, you know, going on. But when I was doing research for this episode, you know, I, did, I just kept coming back to these two main stories. Uh, COVID-19 and Afghanistan. And by the way, just before I get to Afghanistan, I have, I think, two episodes on R. Kelly. You may want to check those out. Yeah. Free R. Kelly. Anyway. Afghanistan, for me, is 
something that I do not fully understand. Only from a detailed perspective. I don't have the full history of the region. I know some generalizations like a lot of Americans do. Um, it's faraway land. Don't know much about it. What I do know about it is that it is part of what's referred to as the old world. This, you know, has been established for long, long time and has, has been supposedly recently. And I say supposedly recently because I'm pretty sure people knew this, but it appears that Afghanistan is mineral rich with one of the things is um, lithium, which is in high demand for all our electronic devices and other minerals and minerals and, and precious metals, which I already knew because Afghanistan, my understanding, has been occupied by China, by Russia, by the United States, and we keep coming and going and coming and going. So, us, quote-unquote, regular citizens, right? We're not part of the government, and the government has the military, right? We're regular people. There's shit that goes on on this planet that we have no idea is happening. And the people in power, let's be clear, the government is nothing but a bunch of people who have put those people in, put themselves in power. They give us the mirage that we are the ones that choose to put the people there. But I dare say, if you look historically, other than people like AOC, the Alexandria uh, oh, uh, Cortez, I can't remember her name right now, the people that came up poor, there's not a lot of people in the House, in the Senate, that are presidents or in that whole governmental camp that don't come from money or that don't have money because we know how powerful these corporations are. My point is the people with money run this world and they run it, run it in the form of governments and corporations. That's another name for rich people that run the world. They're called governments. But in this game called Earth, the government has military power. They have amassed air, land, and sea. People with ships and massive guns and rockets and missiles. They could take your whole block out, your whole city out, your whole state out. They got bombs that can take your whole region out and then poison the air for years and years and years. Right? These are just people. Elected, supposedly, officials that run shit. Huh? So, Hypothetically, if we wanted to invade a certain region, rape the region for its natural resources and whatever else could be over there of value, they could do it. And unless it made the news, would you know? Would I know? The answer is no. No, we wouldn't. And I tell you, clandestine, black ops, secret Top secret shit goes on on this planet and has been for a very long time. Things that we are not privy to. Things that we have no knowledge happen. By the time things get to the public eye, unless it's been leaked or some daring investigative journalist breaks the story and isn't killed or the story is suppressed, that's the only way things get out. So imagine for a second, you're one of these people that run the planet. And, you know, I, I've talked about, you know, governments and corporations. Then a lot of people speculate there's another shadow government or an Illuminati, right? The people that control the controllers. I don't know. 
Perhaps. Perhaps. But just for a second, imagine you're one of these people. You have control of a country. You have control of a military. You have control to go anywhere and do anything you want on this planet. Now, there's a small group of people that truly have that power. Okay? Now, you can acquire riches and travel, but unless you inside that, that power circle, you don't really have the freedom you think you have. None of us really do. You know? Right? Huh? Make too much noise if you want to. See what happens to you. They know how to make people vanish. They know how to make people's whole family vanish. So you ask yourself, Mike, yo, what does any of this have to do with Afghanistan? It has a lot to do with Afghanistan because Afghanistan is this latest example. Supposedly, we bouncing. We pulling out. We out. We done. We've been there for 20 years. We're done. Now, I'm seeing things like pictures and video of the Taliban, who supposedly is the bad guy, armed with leftovers from our withdrawal. Today I saw a story that says there's concerns that databases may be obtained that were left behind. First and foremost, for anybody with any common sense, which we all know common sense is not common, so I'll just say with any sense, who cares to give this a thought? How does a military that's been occupying a place for more than 20 years vacate said place and leave Mass amounts of weapons, ammunition, equipment, seemingly sensitive database information behind. Huh? Having had been in the military. Yes, I was in the military. Okay. It was either that or stay running the streets in New York and get killed. I know a lot of dead people. I know a lot of imprisoned people. I made the choice to get off the streets. Military wasn't for me. I did not make a career of it. Nevertheless, I'm saying that to say, I know how detail-oriented and how thorough the military is. You have to fold your underwear in three-by-three-inch squares or else you're going to catch hell. They account for every second and every item. So the thought... That you could, oops, I left a bunch of shit in the country that I've been there for 20 years. Seems unlikely to me. It seems like you wanted to arm whoever finds this stuff. And I say finds with my fingers up, quote unquote, finds this stuff that you left behind. Now, make no mistake. If these reports are true, we're talking millions of rounds of ammunition. We're talking thousands of guns, bulletproof vests, helmets, goggles. I'm not talking about, you know, oh, you know, we left a footlocker with a few things. No. So for me, that shit don't add up. You left this shit behind on purpose. Surely there were negotiations. Just came out that the head of CIA, the head of the CIA had a, a, a secret meeting with the head of the Taliban. Surprise. Not. Not at all. So what would be the benefit of puppeteering the Taliban? Hmm? I could speculate all day, y'all. I don't dare claim to know the motivations of our government. I do know that shit has been shysty at best in a lot of instances 
and just flat out wrong in other instances, criminally wrong. Okay, but the system we have in place, this farce of democracy is the same old, same old that's been going on for centuries. And that is, there are men in power that will do anything to stay in power. We have a reputation as the number one country on the planet in terms of, we will blow your shit up if you don't give us what we want. We will invade you. We will replace your head governmental leader with someone that's on our page. Right? All this is generally speaking. There's lots of specifics. There's lots of details that are involved. But I like to look at the big picture. And the little picture. I like to zoom in, zoom out, a little bit midway, super close, zoom far out. I like to look at all of these perspectives. That's just me. I like to get a full, complete evaluation, even if it's in summary fashion. So when it comes to Afghanistan... And the Middle East region, just as a whole, Iran, Iraq, all of these places. There's a lot of buried history there. Some say and speculate, and this goes on or delves into the conspiracy theorist fringe, that there's technology. Ancient, advanced technology. Now, I know those two words don't usually go together, ancient and advanced but advanced in terms of in comparison to what we have today and ancient because the shit is very old at the same time. Who really knows? Only the handful of people that are really in power that have access to this information, that have the ability to involve themselves in this. For you and I, and I really can only speak for me, we're just trying to live our life, right? We're not trying to control and conquer countries, you know? I'm not even trying to control and conquer my block, you know? As long as you don't make too much noise and destroy, you know, you respect my property, I'm good, you know? Because despite all the negativity and the um, tragedy that seemingly surrounds us, I know that there's still a lot of good on this planet. I love Earth. Earth is a wonderful place, you know, just just to look at. You know, I come up, get up, wake up and go outside. I see the blue skies and the white clouds and the bright sunshine. I hear the birds chirping, you know, and in Texas right now, it's hot as fuck. But in terms of comparison to summers, this has been a relatively mild one. But, you know, 97 with 30 percent, 40 percent humidity, 97 degrees with that amount of humidity is just hot. It's hot. So and then, you know. Climate change seems like summer seems hotter now than when I was a kid. I'm just saying. But then again, I grew up in the Northeast. It was a different kind of heat. So and, you know, less humidity. But I appreciate these simple things. So I told you, for those who don't know, like I said, born and raised in New York. I live in a suburb of Dallas now. And the monarch butterflies are migrating. And I look forward to it every year. And in my yard, every day for the past few weeks, I've been these large butterflies just passing through. Now, my young son isn't too fond of flying insects of any kind, but I'm trying to teach him to face his fears and realize butterflies can't hurt you. Wasps can, but butterflies are not wasps. Butterflies are beautiful and gentle. And I've tried to get one to land on me, but 
They come really close, but I've taken some great pictures of them that have landed on things in my yard. And it's just the little things like that, that, you know, I love nature. I love earth. I love all the things. I am still in awe, you know, even in my age, I am still in awe of planet earth and um, all the things in it, you know, I think I know. There's much more to the Afghanistan story. I think it was tragic that a plane filled with 800 people took off and people lost their lives as they were clinging to the wheel, trying to escape, you know, seemingly. And I don't know for sure. I know what I'm told. The Taliban is a ruthless people that suppress women. In a more, um, I'll call it a primal role, a uh, an ancient role. You know, they 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 don't let their women do nothing, and they the men do everything. And from my understanding, women take care of the kids, and take care of the house. Some people say that that's a good system, and I say that's a fine system if everybody's in agreement that they want to be in that system. Okay, there are women that cater to the 1950s American uh, lifestyle. They want to take care of their man. They want to stay at home. They want to take care of kids and they want to do that willingly. And they are men in, in exchange. They want to respect, honor and cherish that woman and provide and protect for that woman. And so for some people, that's the yin and the yang. And that's the way things work. There are other people that say women should be football players and be equal to men and do everything that a man can do. So there's that as well. Which one do you subscribe to? I said this was going to be a shorter episode. It turns out that I'm running, I'm running close to an hour, about 48 minutes in, but I wanted to comment on the two biggest stories out there. Like I said, I mentioned a few, there's some other stories, but uh, you know, usually when I do the updates, there are several things dominating the headlines. Right now, it's basically two. You know, even climate change is taking a bit of a backseat. You know, there's there's Afghanistan and COVID-19. Those are the two things that if you look at any of the news outlets, if you look on your phone or your tablet, you know, these, these are those are the headlines that, that are dominating. So, though I know none of them, I wish the people in, in Afghanistan hope and peace and calm and find a way to live with themselves because apparently the United States is leaving and we are not fighting that war anymore. So whether it be ISIS, Al-Qaeda, the Taliban, you know, the Afghan people, I hope y'all can work it out to where y'all can live. But once again, even over there, humans can't seem to come to a popular consensus, you know. And I don't know anywhere on earth where a large swath of human beings are living in harmony. And that saddens me. And I keep trying to put out positive vibes. You know, I would love us all to live in villages with no electricity and loincloths and, you know, farm and love each other during the day and come together at the end of the day by a huge fire and grab each other's hands and sing in a circle and be one with nature and in peace and harmony. But like I said, I'm a dreamer. I'm never going to stop dreaming, y'all. I hope you have a dream for your life. This is the update for the last week of August. 
I had to do an August update, y'all. Again, I just want to say I hope you're okay. I truly do. I appreciate all your support. Please continue to support the show. Um, the audience is growing. And like I said, I still respond to everybody's emails. So Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Feel free to shoot me an email. Again, that's Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. You can find any of this in any way you want to contribute or support in the show notes, wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Mike, and this is the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed. <laughs>